Hello and welcome to Think About Eurovision, a Eurovision podcast with me, Chris, a Eurovision fanatic currently from the UK. And me, Maddie, a Eurovision newbie who is apparently still a raccoon, although barely. <laughs> barely a raccoon. We could, barely a raccoon right now. Barely a human, too. I mean accurate. <laughs> I'm a work in progress. <laughs> so today is another episode of the DNQ files, the Did Not Qualify files, where we're going to take a look at a song that either failed to make it through to Eurovision, or at least failed to make it through to the grand final from the semi-final. Indeed we are, and I'm sure you have something amazing and exciting planned for us. I have. Now, can... I've got to be honest, you may know the song we're going to be looking at today. Okay. Because you are a scholar of Eurovision now. Ish. You've done your you've done your research, haven't you? Ask. Ask. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've, I have listened too much this year. Yes. I don't, haven't listened to everything by any stretch of the imagination, because that would be impossible. If anyone actually bothered to follow San Marino and Malta, kudos to you. Why did you do that to yourself? Look, Matty, I was bored and I had nothing to do. (laughs) So you went through 400 songs. Yeah, I mean, thankfully, I actually didn't bother with Malta, but I did watch all of San Marino's car crash. I mean, that might actually be worth it just for the car crash factor. Yeah, it was dreadful at times. It was moderate at times. How else are we going to get our Renella fix in these days? <laughs> All right, what are we doing? What are we doing today? Where are we going? So Somewhere in Europe, I'm guessing. Surprisingly, yes, yeah, somewhere in Europe. Somewhere in Europe. Um, I have guessed. I mean, it could have been here outside of Europe. You know, there's Israel and Australia. Yep. Morocco. That's not in Europe. That's in Africa. Mm-hmm. So yep. there's a few options, but this is a European country. How would you feel if Morocco came back next year? That would be a twist. That would be a story to tell. I'll be gagged and gooped, especially since... I think since we all would. I'd... <laughs> that would be an interesting one. Yeah, I don't see them returning for at least another election cycle in Morocco. Mm, fair enough. Uh, but we're going to one of the countries with the best record at Eurovision. Sweden? At least in recent years. No, Ukraine. Oh. oh. With their 100% qualification record. Oh, I think I know which song you're going to play, but lay it on me. Let's do it anyway. Right then. So, I mean, let's play a little guessing game. What song do you think I'm bringing? Uh, I can't remember exactly what it's called, but there was one song that sounded like a song you would love. So. Right, it'd be interesting to see if it is that song. Mm. Right then. Are you ready mm. for this one? Let's do. Look good. Feel great. Artist and Eurovision enthusiast raccoon Matty McLean has started up a clothing line based around his art. You can support him and the channel by migrating over to onechicgeek.com and using the code TAE15, that's the numbers 15, to save 15% on your hoodies, shirts, and the latest fashions in limited edition styles. Because life is too short to dress boring. So this is Maruv with Siren Song. So she was going to go to Eurovision in 2019 to represent Ukraine. And we'll get more into that in a bit. But firstly, let's just enjoy this performance. Ukraine does really interesting things. 
Yes, I, I, I love Ukraine. They they always do really well, which, you know, proven track record. Yes. When I was a, a Eurovision newbie, I never really connected with the Ukraine entries. But now after just watching a few of them, I'm just like, oh, I understand the Ukraine entries and I love them. Yep. Like, have they sent a stinker? I don't think so. Nope. I don't remember the bathtub in the routine when I first watched this. <laughs> Made a big impact. I'm going to say it's no nazi bazi, but that's okay. I think this would have been Ukraine's fuego. I absolutely... I... I do I agree completely? No. I think this would have been Ukraine's... The 2010s Ukraine's going. Yeah. That's what I feel like this would have been. This is... She she walked so Katarina could stuff could kill Muppets and stretch. That's that's my favorite. <laughs> this is sexy. It's just so sexy. I love it. Well, it is called Siren Song. Yep. And I'm very much in like a mythos phase right now where I'm just like, oh, I'm going to like explore ancient Greek mythology for no reason. And sirens are just a very interesting creature for that. But then also, I don't, I wish I knew what the lyrics actually were. But like, as soon as you call something Siren Song, there has to be some kind of seduction element going on. I love this leg moment. Yes. I love that bit. And then the human centipede next to her. Yeah, it was a human centipede leg. Human scorpion. And now we're just boning the floor, as you do. As they do. <laughs> the fact that they're doing a dance that complex in heels like that, kudos to those dancers. I mean, I could do that, but I don't want to. <laughs> could you? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, you still have knees. <laughs> Yes, I love this breakdown at the end. I hate the guitar though. I hate her holding a guitar. Yeah, if the guitar doesn't have if the guitar doesn't have flames coming out of it, it's the point even. It's just someone miming a guitar who doesn't play guitar there, and I don't like that. <laughs> Yay! So then, that was okay. Maruv, fuck Siren Song. Song itself is a six or a seven. Performance is a six or a seven, but this song has a vibe. This song has a very specific flavor. That flavor is like Luby condom with like a nice <laughs> little bit of vanilla in there. Like it's got a vibe. It's got a kind of dirty grime to it, which is nice. Uh, is it my favorite thing Ukraine has ever sent? No. Well, that would be go away, right? It is. It is no be my Valentine because <laughs> that song is epic. And hilarious and stupid. Uh, this song is definitely a vibe. It's got that nice... It's got a very grungy electronica feel, which I enjoy. It's very Goe before Goe. But you can sense how, like, this song... This song kind of is the marriage between... Well, it's kind of just Goe 2020 and 2021 together as one song. I would say it's like... Maybe go away doing a pop song. 
because Goei are not poppy at all, and that is radio-friendly, sexy radio-friendly. Yeah, I don't know if this is radio-friendly. I would no. say this is, like, it's, it's a vibe. It would do well on, like, underground circuits. It would do well on, like, indie playlists. Yeah. But I don't, it's definitely not pop. I don't think this would be classified in pop in any retrospect. But it's very much, it's got a good grunge to it. Yeah. Which is interesting. Uh, so do you know the specifics of why this song didn't go to Eurovision? I'm going to guess something to do with Russia. Yes, absolutely. So um, let me guess. Did someone in this take the train from Russia to Ukraine or Crimea Island and they took the wrong venture again or whatever? She was Alina Pasht before that was a thing. <laughs> um, the main issue is that she refused to sign the contract. And I can understand to a certain extent there were issues that I would have, you know, sided with her on it. But the the, the primary thing is she refused to cancel some performances, uh, some upcoming performances in Russia. Which, you know, given the tension between Russia and Ukraine at the time, following, um, you know, the Russians um, annexing uh, Crimea, mm-hmm. fully understandable. Yeah. Uh, completely understand why they did that. But she refused to do so. Um, and she was given 48 hours to sign the contract or be replaced. So we know how that panned out. So she wasn't replaced and they didn't send anyone that year. They, they just decided not. not to do. So they were just like, well, you're not going to do it. We're just going to withdraw. A little bit more than that. So um, they did go to the act that came second, a group called Freedom Jazz. And they were like, no, thank you. So they went to the group that came third, or the act that came third, Kazka. And they also said, pass. Don't fancy it now. So at that point, they were like, well. No one's going to come to it. we're not going to Ukraine. Yeah, yeah, they were like, they didn't think of going to like the one that came fourth. I guess once you start going too low, you're really kind of like embarrassing yourself. Yeah, that's kind of in the situation where it's just like, well, this is no longer going to be a thing anymore. So let's just not do anything. Yeah, but um, Maruv did also say that the broadcaster's contract banned her from improvising anything on stage. She couldn't say anything that was not pre-agreed. You know, so like, thinking like, there's just little things now, like, um, thank you, Baku, or Sam Ryder going, shine brightly, whatever it is he says at the end of Spaceman. Anything like that would have had to have been approved and rubber stamped. Couldn't do that. And if she didn't comply with any of the clauses, she would be fined about 67,000 euros. And the broadcaster would also not give her any financial compensation for the competition or pay to the trip to Tel Aviv. So on that front, I can understand why she was like, yeah, I'm not signing your contract either. Yeah, I get I that. think both parties had things that they were like, I'm not budging on this, and I can see from both sides why they wouldn't budge on it. No. Why very... would the Ukrainian broadcaster want to allow their performer to perform in, Ukraine, in Russia? And why would she want to do it out of pocket? Yep. With no freedom for artistic expression. That's a tough one. That is a tough one. I think she made the right choice just by being like, you know what? No, I had my human centipede moment. We're good. <laughs> I, I do feel the losers in this scenario is a Eurovision watching public. Not getting yeah. to see that on the big stage. 
it is kind of disappointing, but I'm just like, I can understand. You know what this reminds me of in its own weird way is Iceland 97. Paul Oscar. Yes. Because I'm just like that, like sexy, but Fucking not music. sexy. Yeah. <laughs> so long story short, it's underwhelming. You're underwhelmed. I'm, well, I'm not underwhelmed. I'm not overwhelmed. You're I'm whelmed. just whelmed. Yeah. And it's, if it's not overwhelming in Eurovision, it's underwhelming. Fair enough. Yeah. I, also, I, this is a song I have followed before, so I knew of it, so it didn't lack that kind of first listen appeal where I'm just like, oh my god, this song is so sexy and dark and cool. I'm just like, yeah, it's still sexy and dark and cool. Yeah, like, still right. sexy and dark and cool. Yeah. Still kind of sort of kinky fucking music. You know, maybe not maybe not that far, but no. not far from it. Sort of casual boning music. This is more like the light massage straight people give each other before. <laughs> Fair enough. I, I think that Anyways. says a lot. <laughs> yes. Is it good? Absolutely. Do I like it? Absolutely. Is it one I seek out sometimes? Sometimes, yeah. But, you know, is what it is. Yeah. I, I do remember being good. It got withdrawn. Because it was one of my favorite songs in in twenty nineteen. Yeah, it is a cool song. Like this song has got, a, like as I said, it has a vibe to it. It's really cool. It's really neat. Would have continued their one hundred percent qualification streak. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, you I can't just see anything in this two- game. <laughs> I think anything in two thousand nineteen that would go up against it wouldn't have much of a chance. To be fair, no. The one ex- like. I don't know. I, well, then again, I said the same thing about uh, Azerbaijan in 2019, and I'm still surprised that one didn't go through. Remind me what that song was in 2019. It was Cross My Heart by Eisel. Yeah, I remember now. That was a fun little poppy number. Yeah, it's alright. It's alright. <laughs> Only time Azerbaijan hasn't got into the final up until this year, where they're continuing that proud streak. But yes. Shame. We'll talk about them some other day. But I'm, I'm glad we covered that because on the next DNQ files, I got a song for Chrissy from the same national final. Ooh. So I hope she'll enjoy that one. Uh, well, I hope to hear it soon. Yes. Well, I, I think it'll... Um, so Chrissy's currently suffering with uh, COVID. So the song I, I've chosen for her, I'm sure will cure all that ails her. I'm sure she'll be up and kicking in no time. <laughs> So then, until next time, bye-bye. Bye. La 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 la